Hi, welcome to the Pelvi Biz Podcast. Are you a pelvic health PT or OT struggling to start your own practice? This podcast helps pelvic health PTs and OTs get out of debt, gain the income they desire, be able to treat patients without insurance restraints, and learn how to create time freedom for yourself and your family. I'm your host, Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy, Pelvic Health Business Grower, and Pelvi Biz. Over the last two years, I went from a solo entrepreneur to a seven-person team and counting. I'm here to help provide a clear path to grow your pelvic health business as fast as possible so that you can gain the time freedom, decrease debt, increase income, and live the life that you desire. Before we get started today, make sure you click the link in our bio to grab your ticket for Pelvi Biz. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome guys to Pelvi Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Alhui. Today, I have a very special guest with me today. This person, we met at Pelvi Biz finally, and it was amazing to meet her. So Amy, welcome. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us where you're located. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Amy Newberry and I am a pelvic floor therapist in Wilmington, North Carolina. And my practice is called pelvic prescription physical therapy and wellness. That's awesome. So when you got started, Amy, can you just give us a rundown of like, what made you, you know, think about even starting your own practice? Mm-hmm. I think even in like physical therapy school, I always had it in like in the back of my head, like a small little voice that was like, this is probably something that you'll do in the future. But first, you know, go through the other things of like just practicing and being comfortable as a physical therapist. So it was always there. And I honestly didn't expect to do it this soon. I've been practicing for three years now. I wasn't planning on doing it this soon, but sometimes things just happen and you get pushed to that point where you're like, you know what, I just got to do it now or else maybe I like can't sustain this anymore, you know? Right. Let's talk about that. So was there a moment where you were like, look, I have to just, I have to try to do this. Like, what was that moment for you? Yeah, it was probably a little bit over a year ago. I had some poor experiences like where I was working at the time and at one point it happened like back-to-back weeks. And I was like, you know what? I don't even like want to be a physical therapist anymore. And I was like, okay, what else can I do? And then in my head, I was like, oh yeah, like I always wanted to try it on my own too, like doing the cash route and see if that is answer to what I was looking for. And so I was like, you know what, before I like throw the towel in on physical therapy, like, let me just try this to see if this is going to work. And then I was like, okay, here we go. And I decided to try it. And I was like, this is my last ditch effort to make it worth it. And I can say that definitely worth it. (laughs) That's so amazing, Amy. So right when that point was happening, was it because you were burnt out? Was it because you like, didn't have any time for yourself? Like, what was it in you that you're like, you know what? Like, I just don't know if I can go on with that. Yeah, I was very burnt out. Um, my first job out of school was like in a you know classic like PT mill kind of place where I was yeah. treating everything like 14 patients a day, like having three people at one time. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And then the second year, I didn't have to do that. But the bad part was like, I was still exhausted. Like it was just emotionally exhausting treating like nine people, even nine people a day. Um, and I would come home and I would just like lay on the couch and like be tired. And <laughs> they're, they're, 
I love sitting on the couch, <laughs> I would lay on the couch and like watch TV and then like fall asleep and then have to wake up and like do it all over again, like five days in a row. And then just like live for the weekend and just be like, it's almost the weekend. It's almost Friday. And I was like, I'm not even having fun. I don't even like, like doing this anymore. Yes. It's like the same. I remember that too. It was the same like thing. And you're like, man, once I got my, I, I work all day, then you do two hours of notes at night. Okay. Yeah. And then you're thinking, I really don't want to go back there tomorrow because I'm now going to have to repeat the same pattern over again. Yeah. And everyone that I was working with was in such a bad mood because they were all feeling the same thing. And everyone was just super negative. Like in the back office, everyone was just so mad and upset all the time. And I was really, and it made it, it kind of brings you down too. Uh Yeah. It goes with the people that you surround yourself with, but we'll get into that in a second, because I think that's a really important thing. Okay. So you started thinking, you know, in PT school, you started thinking, all right, I've got to do something maybe a little different. Then once you started working after about two years, you're like, look, I'm, I got to figure this out. I got to do something different. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then what made you even like take the jump to be like, Hey, I now am going to just see a patient. Like so many people get stuck on how do they see their first patient? Uh huh. (laughs) So like, how did you see your first patient? And like, how did you get that patient? You know, that's, that's really important step. Yeah. So my very first, well, so the first jump was I had a, I have a close like friend and mentor who was like, just do it. Like, just do it. Put in the notice. And that day I like cried and I put in my notice, but I felt like so relieved. You guys, do you know that song fight song by Rachel? Pye? <laughs> No, but maybe if you sing it, I would know it. <laughs> but if you, you should look it up. So that day after, but I like got in my car and I played fight song, the Rachel Fine. And I was like, just like, yeah, like scream, like singing it. And I don't sing. So it was more of like a yelling and terrible, but that was just like a moment for me where I was like, I feel like free from like the chains of like being I don't know. I know that sounds really dramatic, but I just felt like I was being like held down and like chain, you know? No, you were free. hundred percent. I used to do that yeah. after every clinical. I used to scream in my car like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fight song was just like my song. And I was like, yeah. And so whenever I feel down, I listen to it again, but that was a kind of like a moment where I was like, yes, like, I feel like I did the right thing, even though it was really scary. And then my first patient ended up being a patient that I saw at my last clinic. Cause she was someone that just saw me and she was, didn't want to see anyone else. Even though I was like, I, I would try to be really careful. I was like, Oh, you know, like, you know, not to like take anyone away, but she was like really at So that one, that was like my first one. And then my second person who was kind of like my first one, like on my own, you know, that was right. She, I like put some flyers in my apartment complex leasing office and in the gym of my apartment. And that's where she, her son found it and then gave it to her. That's amazing. <laughs> I actually did the same thing, Amy. That's so funny. Yeah. Your apartment complex, there's so many people and they're yeah. right there and you can actually just go downstairs and treat them or go upstairs and treat them. I did. I did. I was, I was mobile at the time. So I just hopped over I was, like the building just down the couple blocks down and it was easy. So. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That is the hardest step I think for people to take is just to believe in themselves so they actually can get patients on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's a really special like person in my mind because she was just very like thankful for like the experience. And she specifically like liked that I came to her like right. place because she was really embarrassed and about her problem. And so she just like she would have never gone to a clinic, I think, actually. Wow. 
Yeah. That's so amazing that you can go into her environment where she feels safe to be like, Hey, I'm going to treat you there. And I honestly believe starting mobile, anyone that's listening, starting mobile is the best thing to do because when you start mobile, I mean, how much did it cost you, Amy, to get started? Do you think? I don't know, like really nothing. I mean, I literally just bought like a massage table and it wasn't even that expensive. It was probably like 175 or like 200 and then like lube and gloves. And I think that was like it. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, that's it, guys. For those people that are wanting to get started, that's literally it. It's called Amazon. Go to Amazon and order in two days. You can have your business up and running. You do not need an LLC. You do not need an accountant at this time. Like just start putting flyers in an apartment building and see how many people you can treat in that building. No joke. And that's it. Like, that's literally it. Yeah. And that's why I did mobile. Cause I was like, is this really going to work? And, and like, uh, if I, at least if I do mobile, like it's a very low overhead and I can feel pretty comfortable and like worst case scenario, if it doesn't work, then I can just like move back like home if I really need to <laughs> without having to like have signed the lease like that early on, you know? Right. I do think it's the smartest way when you're trying to build a business and then you get more profit because you're not having to, you know, mm-hmm dish out something for a lease or, you know, dish out something for some other big expense. No, you don't need an EMR system when you first start out. You, you know, you just Venmo, it's called Venmo. That's how you take payment. And that's literally it. So I think it's really, it's a very easy entry point if the person is willing to take the leap, okay, to start a cash-based physical therapy practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was way more simple like in the beginning than I thought. And I always tell people that I'm like, it's really simple at the beginning. Like, just do it. Just do it. Exactly. Do what your friend said, just do it. Right. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. So you were then, so you're working this full-time job. So when did you, what was the, what was the year and date, Amy, that you just put in your notice? So when did you put in your notice for, you know, leaving that full-time position? It would have been June 1st, 2021. And my last day was July 1st, 2021. Okay. So then you started to see patients and then what, did you go get a PRN job? What happened? Yeah. So even before I like put in my notice, I like set up a PRN job at a a sniff nearby and then got a PRN job with like a at-home kind of therapy, like outpatient service kind of job. And that filled in my gaps. Okay. And you did that because why, what was your thinking behind that? I wanted to make sure that, I mean, I had some savings, but I also wanted to make sure that I had some kind of supplemental income just for some security while I was building up the business. So I was kind of doing like, I started off just doing that for the first month of July. And then August, I started officially setting things up. And then August, I started seeing people. And then that's when I was kind of splitting my time between like the PRN job and then my own business. How many hours were you working the PRN job? If you can remember probably, probably about like 15 hours combined. Okay. So you're working the PRN job and typically PRN pays a little bit better, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like when they told me what at the time, when they told me like what they'd be paying me, I was like, Whoa, <laughs> that's a lot better than what I'm getting now. So definitely. Yes. Right. Okay. And then you're like, Hey, look, then now this is what Amy did. She, she may not realize this, but what she did was she went from a full-time job that was sucking the life out of her and all the energy and everything. And this is why she had to sit on the couch all day. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, I've got to make a change. So her compromise, it sounds like to herself was, okay, I'll try to go get patients, but 
my safety net, I'm going to also have this PRN job just in case, just to have, you know, income coming in. Okay. And she was just doing it just to have money, to be honest. That's what she, that's why she was doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so by doing that, that kind of gave her more confidence to be like, okay, I can at least try this. If it doesn't work, well, then I can get another job. And that's what I tell people too. There's always physical therapy jobs. I always get text messages. I don't know about you guys, like this job opening. And I just laugh every time I get it, you know? Yeah. And that's why I always think to myself, like, yeah, there always is, there are always jobs available PRN. Just look on like Indeed. It's like always there. <laughs> it's always there, you know? So if it doesn't work out, guess what? Then you can get a PRN job. So you got your PRN job. Okay. So then now you're buying, she's buying back her time. This is the important part. Okay. So all of her time was gone, full-time job. Now she's buying back her time. So now she may not be the richest, but she does now have more time. Mm -hmm. So then Amy, what did you do with that time? So I went around to different like places to try to network with people. And I made a lot of appointments to like meet up with like doulas and lactation consultants and like other birth workers, mental health therapists that work with the perinatal population and like dietitians, literally anyone. I actually went on Google and like started going, just like Googling in my area, different people to email or call or text or anything. And then I went Instagram and started following all these people. (laughs) And I had started my Instagram, like posting pelvic floor stuff on it back in like January of 2021. Again, with like with the thing in the back of my head, like I got to start early because I knew eventually I'd want to do that. Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to get like a following at least of like putting stuff out there. So then like on my page, I had already done a lot of stuff and could message people and, you know, they would see like, Oh, she's posting about public floor stuff. Right. So then I just started meeting tons of people and I've made a lot of friends. I've actually made so many more friends because I moved to Wilmington two years ago. And so I didn't really know anyone besides my coworkers. And so I've made so many more friends too, just by like networking too. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a really good point because so many people will be like, I'm moving to a new area. No one knows me. I can't start a business then. Mm-hmm. And actually, if you just are like, hey, I'm just going to take steps to just go out and market or just go meet people, you can make friends while doing that, right? Yeah, it was. it's, it's awesome. I've legitimately have made some of my closest friends in the past year from just like with my initial mindset of like networking, but then they became friends. Yeah, that that's so amazing. Okay, so so then you bought back your time, you started googling everything, you started trying to network with people. Okay, so then there came a point where eventually you're like, "Hey, I've got to get out of this PRN job," right? Yeah. And when was that? I think that would have been probably March of this year, I was like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. <laughs> so I kind of did it for, I don't know, longer than I, like looking back now, I'm like, oh, I did that for quite a, like a, a good amount of time, actually. Yeah. Uh, From June to March. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so can we, I'm going to back up. So between yeah. June and March, so June 21, 2021 and March, 2022, Mm-hmm. How many patients, if you remember this, how many patients were you seeing each month in that period of time? So through my own business, I was probably seeing like four patients a week. Yeah. I, well, I think it was like, yeah, four patients a week. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Four patients a week. So Amy was seeing guys about 15 patients on average through her own business. 
And then she had this PRN job as well. Okay. So then we're at March. Pelvi Biz is right around the corner. You come to Pelvi Biz. You know, what was the experience like for you at Pelvi Biz? It was super fun, <laughs> like super energetic, <laughs> which I think I really needed because when you're out here, like in the city that I'm in, there aren't really many PTs that are doing this kind of thing, like the cash-based therapy. So it feels very like isolating and kind of lonely when you're doing it, like on your own. You're like, oh, no one like understands and no one gets it. So it was great going to Pelvi Biz and being with a lot of pelvic floor therapists that do get it and like are doing it and like in the trenches of like trying to do it in their own state or their, their own city. So it was very like encouraging for me to like see everyone so like energized about and passionate about doing this. It sort of like was like a little reset for me to, you know, find my passion again and like go back into it and like work really hard for it. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is just that community and you seeing, oh, this person is a little bit ahead of me, or this person's a little bit behind where I'm at. And so, oh, that person's doing this. So maybe I can try this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. And even like leading up to Pelvi Biz, because when you, before Pelvi Biz, you know, I know we'd like talked on the phone and stuff. And I remember I was on the way to like one of my PRN at home like clients. I was like, I like pulled over onto like a gravel street <laughs> uh, and we were like talking. And I remember you had mentioned that you wanted to do like some things like leading up to it. And like, that was, and I was like, that, that's like really like sold me. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Like, I think I need some very like specific guidance. Cause like I'm doing stuff and I was doing some kind of like workshops, but like they weren't really that great. They're really like unorganized. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, I really need some kind of like specific, like step-by-step thing of like, what do I need to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, guys. So then Amy came to Pelvic Biz. She got all this energy, right? And then she started. So she went from 15 patients a month to now 15 patients a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is huge. Yeah. <laughs> that's huge. That's a like that's like a little life changing for real. And the fact that where she was at to now, because all she needed, she had the motivation. She just needed a little guidance. She needed to know what to do. She needed a little inspiration from the other people that were there at Pelvic Biz, right? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we were talking before this and I didn't even realize how, you know, it's always hard to see like where you've come from when you're at where you're at right now. And I still think back like to a year ago when I, so a year ago, July 8th, 2021, like I didn't have any people on my own yet at this point, even though I had like quit my job already. So, and then now, like when I go around town, like I actually have people stopping and they're like, they're like, Oh, you're that PT on Instagram. And yep. I'm like, Whoa, this is really like, yeah, I follow you. And I'm like, cool. You know, <laughs> uh, or like people are like, Oh yeah, I hear a lot about you. And so it's cool to see like, just in like a year, how much has changed. And I definitely forget about it and don't realize how much has changed. <laughs> Isn't it amazing the impact that you are actually making, but a, you don't realize it, but it is cool when people are like, Hey, I see you from Instagram or I know you from Instagram. Right. And you're like, wow, people are actually watching my videos. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Oh, wow. To not know that. <laughs> right. And that's so cool because that shows you how much social media can actually make an impact on so many people that maybe you don't even know about. Yeah, for sure. And I I actually legitimately do 
get clients from Instagram. I never thought that would actually happen, but I actually have people message me like probably like, yeah, I feel like it's actually a large, like most of my people are coming from Instagram, like locally, actually. That's amazing. And do most of them, because, you know, so many people are like, well, I just can't put my face on Instagram, Amy. And like, you know, they're really scared. Is there something that you could give them advice on if they're trying to start a business, get their Instagram going or their TikTok, right? Like, Mm -hmm. is there something that you can say, Hey, just start with this and, you know, to see if they can just put themselves out there. Yeah. I, so it was really hard for me to post like regularly at first. And I hated doing the whole, like putting my face on it too, but eventually you just kind of, I don't know. It just gets easier and you don't really care anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think you've talked about this too. Like at at some point you're kind of like, whatever, like it's out there. And even if there's like a mistake on it, like I don't really care anymore because like you just like post and move on and it's fine, you know? So I, I feel like just starting small and just doing a little bit at a time and just do put your face on it. Cause people want to connect with you like as a person. And like, whenever I go to people's Instagrams that don't have their face on it, and it's just like little still pictures of like right. the oh, words, the words, yeah. like it's not as like, you can't really connect with that. And I kind of just like move on past that profile. And so I'm like, yeah, that's like, there's actually something to that. Like you want to see them cause you want to connect with them. Right. No, that's a great point. Put your face on there. If you mess up, it's actually great. People are then going to relate to that. Okay. And you can be like, hey, this is my first Instagram video and I'm trying. So if I mess up, like, I'm sorry, (laughs) you know? Yeah, (laughs) it's totally fine. Like no one really cares or like is looking that deep into it at all. (laughs) Right. They're not going to put all X's on your profile. No, (laughs) you're good. (laughs) Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now Amy, like, you have a great business. Okay. It's going. And mm-hmm. now what have you found? Amy also likes to take vacation guys. You guys may not know this about her, but she also likes to take some vacation, right? Yeah. I freaking love going on vacation. <laughs> like, I live for, like, I'm, I'm going camping this weekend. So like, I'm always going somewhere. <laughs> How awesome is that? It isn't it awesome that you do not have to ask your boss <laughs> to be like, Hey, can I have time off to go here? Uh, oh my gosh. That was actually one of the, my biggest pet peeves. And it, it's always been a pet peeve of mine. I, I've just never understood like why as adults, we have to ask like, pretty please, can we take time off? And it, right. Oh, but you only get like one week or two weeks at like for the whole entire year. <laughs> like that's ridiculous to me. I think that's crazy. And I have taken so much vacation since I've started my business. I'm like always, I think someone messaged me the other day and she was like, man, the number of times I see you get on a plane and travel is like more than I have in like five years. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's amazing. That's the point of having a business. And I Mm -hmm. think this is an amazing point. When you create a business for yourself, you don't want to be really in the trenches every single day, seven days a week, working from seven to seven, like you were at your old job and like in the grind like that. The reason why you started a business is so that you don't have to ask your boss so that you don't have to sleep on your couch and feel so tired at night so that, you know, that you actually start creating this life and this lifestyle for yourself instead of just dreading the next day and being like, Oh, I got to go and do this again. Yeah, exactly. And like, even though like right now, you know, I think there's the term like solopreneur, you know, 
that's kind of like where I'm definitely at like right now. So like if I'm taking a vacation, which I love to do, I'm not making any money, but at least I'm filling my cup up and I'm feeling like much better when I get out of town and go do something else. But at some point I would love to not be a solopreneur. (laughs) Soon. Yeah. Soon. So uh, Amy's almost at the stage of hiring. And so once she starts, what she's talking about is once she actually is able to hire, she can actually make money while she's vacationing or camping or whatever else. Like she can actually do that. And just so you know, the first time that you do that, it is like, oh my God, I just made $200 sitting on my couch right now. How cool is that? Like, it's like amazing. Amazing. Can't wait. <laughs> that. That's kind of the reason. That's another reason why I did this is because I know that I like long-term don't want to like treat 21st, you know, full time because I just like having variety in my day and I don't want to just do the same thing every single day. So I know that to keep things interesting and like make me happy, I would love to have more variety and I don't want to have to do that. So Yeah, no. And it's, and it's not smart to be the only one in your business. So if you guys are thinking, okay, I just want to treat, that's it. That's all I want to do. To be honest, then that tells me you're stuck because if that's where your mindset is, you haven't thought bigger and you haven't dreamed enough to like, to make the dream that you actually want truly a reality of potentially what you don't even know that actually exists. Okay. Mm. And so you've got to have a mentor or someone that motivates you to be like, Hey, this is actually what can be, or just pelvic health peers that you're looking at and seeing what they're doing, because most of us are not going to stay in treatment. I call that an implementation task. And you can teach any person to treat a patient. What you can't teach well, you can a little bit, but what is very difficult for people is actually communication with other people and to other people. Mm -hmm. That's a higher level task. And then the highest level task is visionary where you can actually dream of like what you truly want, like such a big picture and such like a massive, massive dream. Not like, Oh, I just dream. I just wish I can have like 17 patients a week. So overall, so Amy, I'm going to bring this back to you. What Mm -hmm overall, not to put you on the spot, but what overall is your vision? Like, what do you see, you know, yourself doing? Where do you see yourself at? Let's just say in the next, let's just say in the next year, like, what do you see for yourself? Mm -hmm. So in a year, I would really love to have hired a PT and an admin and have a space that is bigger than what I have now. (laughs) I have a small little room right now, which is fine. It's like perfect for what I need right now. But eventually, like, I would love to have, like, a beautiful, like, gym space mm-hmm. that really caters towards, like, athletes, like, active moms who, like, are runners or crossfitters and just have a space where they feel like this is beautiful and this is great. And then, like, a couple of treatment rooms. And then maybe on, like, the other side, also collaborate with some other healthcare or not even healthcare, but just other providers where they can have a space. Because there in Wilmington, there are just so many female entrepreneurs that, you know have their own businesses and they cater towards moms and active women also. And so it'd be cool to have like a little space where women can come and like have all this motivation for each other and support, you know, uh, yeah, like a big wellness center. Yeah, basically that's beautiful and has like kind of like a boutique kind of feel, but also like caters towards active women who, you know, I want it to be like a cool gym kind of space too. Right. Right. You want the vibe to be, you want the energy to be high. I like it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, you know, I just want people to feel good and be like, Oh, this is like really nice. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And I want to bring one more thing up, Amy, is that we didn't talk about this, but you went from a mobile practice to actually having now your own space. So, Mm. and guys, she has a room, like she was saying, it's really cute. But how did you make that transition from mobile? Cause people are also scared about this step. How did you go from mobile to then, you know, just having, having people come to an actual place? Yeah, I was definitely really scared to transition to that because, you know, it was kind of letting go of some of the security of being able to like, you know, drop everything if I needed to. But I got to a point mobily where I was really tired mobily too. So I was like driving, trying to fight this like Wilmington traffic, which I mean, obviously isn't like that bad compared to bigger cities, but Wilmington has no like, like there's no highway. So it's a small road to go everywhere and everyone's moving here. So it was just really crowded and it's summer. It's a beach town. So it's like really touristy and there's a lot of cars. And so I, it was like May or no, even before that. I was having to like fight traffic every day and I had to leave like an hour gap to get anywhere between patients. I could only see like four people a day. And I was like, you know what, if I really want to like grow my business, I think I need to like transition to a room so that people can come to me. So I'm not like wasting all of my time driving around. (laughs) Yeah. And so that was another big moment. So she first started out buying back her time by quitting her job. Now she also bought back her time by going from mobile to now actually having a space. Okay. And she doesn't have to pay that high of rent in that space. So that is great. So that is a good business model. And so she just has a room and she's just starting there. Okay. Nothing crazy. She's just starting with a room. People come to her and now she probably bought back. I'm going to guess, Amy, tell me if I'm right or wrong, but between, I don't know, three, four, five hours a day of her time that she is not allotting for time between patients. Yeah, definitely. Definitely that four to five hours a day. And I'm not having to like lug all this equipment everywhere, like live out of my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's truly, that's changing. Like it's, it changes you. You're like, yes, now out of that time that she has, now she bought back four to five hours a day. What then can she do with that time? She can do self-care. She can, you know, she can work out. She can talk to people. She can go and market. So there's, there's so many, as you start progressing in business, there's so many kind of different layers and there's always problems at different steps, at different stages, right? Her problem now is she can't go on vacation and also still get paid. So now we're going to solve that problem. That's the next problem we have to solve. But, you know, there's always going to be something, but it's actually something that's going to move you in the right direction as you start progressing in business. And the biggest thing, I think the biggest takeaway is just do it and just try to get started right? Yes, for sure. Just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Like our friend said, just do it and just have an Amazon account. And within two days you can start your business. Yeah. Super simple. (laughs) Yeah. Any other takeaways, Amy, that you want to give anyone that's listening to this, that may be on the fence about starting their practice, or maybe they are in the situation where they have the PRN job, but they're like kind of dabbling in cash base and they really haven't made the jump. Any tips, tricks, anything else you want to give? I would say like, if you haven't done it yet and you feel like you're struggling in your current job to for sure, like just give it a try because it could, I mean, I know so many PTs that are working those kind of jobs that are like super unhappy, but you know, haven't made the choice to make a jump or change anything of like what they're doing. So 
I would say like, if you are unhappy, like make a change because <laughs> yeah. it's not worth it to stay unhappy. And I just, yeah, it's just not a great place to be like for yourself, you right. know? Um, and sure. then, yeah. And then I feel like if you are stuck, like if you have made the jump and you feel like you're stuck, I mean, not to be like <laughs> super, but really like honestly doing like pelvic biz actually has like changed a lot of like the way I think about things and everything. Like I used to definitely think about physical therapy in kind of like the old fashioned way, I guess, of like the way that things are at all the like old kind of clinics. But like Kelly, seriously, you're full of like these ideas that I have never even like, there's no way in my brain would have been like, yeah, like do it like this, you know? It's like wild. (laughs) 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 It truly is. And so I'm just like thankful to like, I've met you because like doing things this way is just not the way that physical therapists like think usually. Right. Just we're not taught. Yeah. It's totally different and it's really cool. And it actually makes like it really fun you know, yeah. like it's more than just like, it gets me a creative outlet. Cause I, I've usually am like a creative person, but like, since doing PT school, I kind of like stopped being creative, you know, yep. and like thinking of like cool ideas and like packages and all these like ways that you can do things like, right. Opens up like so much, so many doors for like creativity that it actually makes it more fun. And it opens up so many doors for growth that you never knew had, because they don't teach us how to dream. They don't teach us how to communicate They don't teach us all these things. They don't teach us how to take care of ourselves. Like that's also what we did part of pelvic biz. We also did pelvic size where Mm -hmm. I had these guys work out every single day consistently. Okay. Yeah. And that alone, like will change you in the fact that it will get you into a routine that you're not used to, that you're going to have to start creating these habits to build the energy to then have energy to give to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like if you're doing the same thing over and over again and nothing is really changing, then, you know, you need a new way of like doing it. Um, And I feel like, yeah, doing it this new way is just so much better for for everyone, even for for patients, for us. Like it's just a lot better. I feel like the patient also gets a better experience. Yeah. They get a better experience because you have more energy and you have, and you can give, you know, what they truly need to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Versus like going somewhere else where like where all the therapists are unhappy. <laughs> yep. How are they going to be impactful on that patient when them themselves are feeling low or feeling crappy or whatever else? They can't. You can't give when your cup is completely empty. Yeah, exactly. And I need my cup really full. So <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. You keep going on those vacations. <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right, Amy. Well, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. Can you again, tell everyone your Instagram handle, where they can find you, your website, all the things. And we can also put in the show notes as well. Yeah. My Instagram handle is at pelvic.prescription and that's it. And then my website is www.3w.pelvicprescription.com. Awesome, Amy. Thank you so much again for coming on. And we can't wait to do this again and see where you're at in a year. I can't wait to look back on this. Uh, That'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks. If you are ready to change your life, click the link in the show notes to get your ticket to Pelvi Biz. Let's go.